If you are like most people and you listen to the podcast on your way to work in the morning, then you might need a little pick-me-up. And what better way to go than with a little Strike Force Energy? It tastes great and it's got zero calories and zero sugar. I've been drinking it and I'm not getting any fatter. All I got to do is uh, maybe add a little workout. Either way, it's amazing. It uh, doesn't matter what time of the day. It's great for you. It tastes amazing, uh, more so in the morning, but whatever. Each his own. If you want a little 20% discount on your complete order, when you go on there, type in FALLIN360 as your code, and you will get 20% off. Remember, the code is FALLIN360. FALLIN! All right, all right. Everybody take a knee, drink some water. I know you all want to get the fuck out of here, so let's get this show started. All right, welcome back, everybody. And we are here with Shonda Bauer today. Uh, She's going to be talking to us uh, about her passion, about something she's doing, uh, a few things that she's got going on right now in her life. Uh, We actually got connected by um, a friend, a mutual friend of ours, uh, then turns out that we actually have uh, a lot of other folks in common, as most of us do in the veteran community. It, it truly is a small world. And you're coming to us from Tucson, is that correct? Yes. Yeah. All right. So um, why don't you uh, do a, a quick intro of yourself? Let us know what, what you're up to, how you got started, uh, and what you got going on in your life right now. Okay. So right now... Um I have a business. I work with veterans. I use hypnotherapy and ESCs, which stands for Emotional Freedom Techniques. Um, I got involved in this uh, when I was looking for stuff that would help my husband. My husband is a Marine Corps combat vet and was struggling with some PTSD stuff about 10 years ago, and I got involved in a research project called the Stress Project for that, um, and they use ESCs gave them about 12 sessions, and um, I noticed such a huge difference in comparison to just regular counseling that he was getting at the VA. Um, So that's kind of what got me in on EFT, that my passion for working with vets started much earlier. My grandfather's also a Marine Corps combat vet, and um, I think I I thought I knew about PTSD from seeing him go through stuff as a child, but I didn't really know all the depth of it until... And my husband, and we went through that journey with him. Um, and so I was searching for any kind of alternative ways of of um, helping. And that I, I discovered ESP from a, I think it was a article Deepak Chopra had. And um, I found it interesting, and so I looked further and found that research project. Now, so soon after... Oh, sorry, go yeah, ahead. Uh, yeah, soon after he, well, when he was in the midst of that, that research project, project, I started getting training myself. But, um, you know, we moved around a lot and doing so, so I didn't start working with people right away. Um, but now, you know, 10 years later, 10, 13 years later, I've, I've formulated a business and wanting to help everybody I can get the word out as far as how powerful this modality is in comparison, comparing it with hypnotherapy as well. So, yeah, no, that that um, you actually answered the the question. Um, and so you've been doing this for 10 years, you said? Yeah, yeah, but maybe a little over 10 years. I've been working with ESP and I just added hypnotherapy just in this last 
year, yeah, a few years, so. So it works really well together. Yeah, what does that do um, uh, as far as when you put it all together? Um, what is the, the notable difference for you? Well, um, you can use either one on its own, but what I what I really love ESD, but let me tell you a little bit more about what ESD is. It's, okay. It's very similar to um, acupuncture in that it works with the body's meridian system, energy system, but with ESD, there's no needles, there's no pain. Um, it, it has to do with tapping. There's a few doc- documentaries about it out there, um, the tapping solution stuff, like the stuff on I like, that shows the medallion and the, um, the power that it that it has, but you, you tap on certain um, meridian points, and um, it's about six or seven of them, and you say an affirmation, which the affirmation brings your your awareness, your thoughts to whatever the issue is, um, and it, you can use it on pretty much anything, what anxiety, grief, guilt, shame, any of those things, which are kind of all related to traumatic memories, but I mean, even with something as simple as a headache. Or, um, you know, back pain, you can start have some results from that, too. But I, I primarily use it for traumatic memories and um, stress, things that get in the way of, of progressing in life, things that keep us coming up, you know, the flashbacks, nightmares, you know, things that, um, that hinder growth. Um, the EFT just eliminates the negative charge. Like, you'll still have the memories, but it... it, it take that charge away so you can think clearer sleep better you don't have that reoccurring emotions and, and a negative thoughts about whatever the, right. the memory is so the negative um, connotation I guess of that memory goes away essentially yeah the, the goal not the of memory it itself to, yeah the, you're still going to have the memory but you're not you're not going to have um, that charge around it like I've I've worked with people that have had some pretty severe, like, sexual assault issues come up, and, and they can't even talk about it without swelling up in tears and, you know, pretty being, being extremely distraught. And then after we do the EFT, I mean, it, 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 can, it can be gone in five, ten minutes. You do the EFT for that, for that particular memory and the memories that are surrounding it, the issues surrounding it, and they're still going to have the memory. They're going to still remember that this happened. It doesn't wipe your memory out, but... They can talk about it, and it doesn't right. affect them in the same way. So, after just a few minutes, now is this? Does it take a few sessions for this to actually take effect and and have a longer lasting uh, uh, effect? I guess, or or is it truly just in that one session you can take care of these issues? Well, a lot of times, what happens is there'll there'll be a, a negative memory that'll happen in your life, and there'll be a lot of things that are that are surrounding it. And um, you can get rid of the charge for one aspect of it, say it's anger. You know, maybe maybe you lose somebody um, in a car accident or something and you have all these feelings around it. You have anger, you have guilt, you have all these different things. Well, you it, you can you spend some time and you work on just the anger piece of it and it'll wipe that part out. And but you'll, usually there's other stuff connecting. And so that's what, what happens in the sessions. I usually do 90-minute sessions, but I, I start off with about, you know, 30, 40 minutes of doing EFT, we talk and, and get to what the root root of the emotions are due to EFT. And then I, I generally follow it up with, with hypnotherapy, with, which I can I can get into later, but it, it's really just a relaxation, just relaxation technique to um, clear up anything that's left there. 
and it does take a couple sessions. Like I said, when my husband was doing it for that that research project, they gave him 12 sessions, and he got a lot of benefit from that. I mean, a lot of the, the classic PTSD symptoms were gone after that, but there was a lot of residual stuff that, that he needed to still work on, and, you know, that was his responsibility to be aware of that. Right. But, um, so it is helpful yeah. to obviously continue to to go and to take these sessions. It's, it's not a, a one and done thing. Yeah, sometimes it is though. You know, I've had people that sort of had an, one incident in their life and they'll work on that one incident and it takes care of so many other aspects of anxiety and things that they deal with. They don't even realize to that. So, you know, sometimes it can be just a one and done. But I, I hesitate to say that because usually people have a lifetime of, of events that happen. And some are really small, but they still have emotionally attached to it. I mean, really small, I mean, like, you know, if, you, if you're in fourth grade and you skin your knee and the kids make fun of you, um, that it's not small to that child, but and it can carry with you through your life, but it's not the same as, you know, as, as your best friend dying in a car accident way later in life. Because right. Those kind of things can stick with us, and we don't even realize it, and we end up in our 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, wherever, and we have all this anxiety or depression or something, and it can come from those root issues that, that we need to work on and, and process those emotions. All right, so um, we know then, and kind of, I kind of understand that once you find out what the issue is, we can use this therapy, right, to, to attack that and uh, to yeah. take care of some of those, uh, the things around it. What do you do to actually find what the issue is? Or is this all kind of all in one? Or is this something that the person tells you, this is what I'm dealing with, and then you attack that? Yeah, usually it just, it just takes a, some time to talk and um, tell me about what significant events happened in their life or what, what's going on with them. And it doesn't always have to be some major trauma that we're working on. And sometimes it might just be a challenge that they're dealing with right now, like... Um, you know, if they're having relationship problems and they just feel frustration and anger towards their spouse or whatever it is, you just talk about what are the emotions around that, work on, you can get to be on that, maybe you can get some therapy on that, and, and then their whole overall um, view of life and everything sort of balances out. So then they, they go to their spouse or to whoever the issue is and they're, they're a different person um, and more balanced and able to have more effective communication because they've gotten rid of that negative part of emotion that's just fueling the, um, the disconnect between right. the other person, if that makes sense. I'm not sure if I... Yeah, no, I, I get it. Uh, in, so in essence, you're you're having to do a little bit of investigative work as well. Exactly. Yeah, there's to, always a little bit of that to try to get um, as much as you can out of it. Not just not just depend on the on the person because you're right. Uh, they they might talk about an issue they're having now, but uh, most of the time, at, at least for me and in my experience with you know talking to uh, to other people and trying to help veterans out, is it uh, a lot of times the 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 root of the problem isn't you know let's just say unemployment. It's, you know, I can't get a job because I was in the military and I, I wasn't trained for these jobs that I'm trying to go for. And if you continue to look for that person, you know, for a job, you know, dependent on, on those issues, you're probably never going to get to 
the root of the issue. The, the, the problem sometimes is not the fact that they're not uh, trained for that job because if you leave the military, and I use the job uh, description because I used to help veterans find employment and I used to run into this issue all the time. Uh, it's not that you're unemployable because the military teaches you and gives you a ton of skills. So a lot of times the issue is actually something more personal. Uh, right. They, yeah. they, the, the veteran doesn't feel comfortable being around other folks. They don't they don't they want to be around other veterans They're They want to be around like minded people and they can't find a job or they can't hold a job uh, and they have no idea. They, they keep blaming everyone else and they keep saying it's just not I don't I don't have the skills for it or it just it's, it just doesn't feel right. You know, and a lot of times it's because, you know, you're you're probably not doing something. Uh, like you were in the military, where it's something that's, you know, greater than yourself. It's something that actually has meaning, right, when you were in the military. And when you get out, unless you find that meaning in, in the jobs that you're doing or just in everyday life, you're you're not going to get what you're looking for, you know. So my my answer to some of that, I'm not a therapist, but I would always tell people, listen, you got to do what you got to do. You know, you got to find the job that's going to pay the bills uh, you got to try to find a job that that you do enjoy, at least at minimum, but you're never going to find something to substitute your military career. So what you do uh, you, when you get that job, find an organization to volunteer for, find like minded people, surround yourself with those folks so you can actually do that job, volunteer, still be around like minded people or maybe around other veterans. And now your life's going to feel complete and you're actually going to be able to hold these jobs and you're actually going to be able to sustain uh, yourself in, in your life. You're going to be happier. Right. Um, you might have to find all these pieces in different areas. It's not all going to so be all wrapped up in yes. one. So sometimes it's hard, though, for them to see, to see that because there's some self-sabotage in the way yeah. and guilt and shame, some things that are in the way that they, they don't want to face themselves. And so that's where this work is really beautiful because it gives them a chance to really talk and get out what they're what, what they're feeling, what they're going through, and then, like you said, investigative work by, by the things that they say, and that's the experience that I've had with working with that. You know, they, they're strong, they're brave, they're courageous, but they, they don't always access those emotions. And it's, it's my job to kind of pull those pieces out and help them work through it in a way that's respectful, in a way that, that, that maintains their um, their dignity, all of those things that, that that's why I love this work because you know they 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 can just uh, it works through it in a, in a gentle way that, that yeah keeps and and more you understanding of what they're experiencing too yeah you said something that you know that that um, that stands out to I think most of us if not a lot of us in the veteran community is self sabotage you're right. Uh, when yeah. we leave the military, you know, uh, I'm not saying everybody, but a lot of us kind of go through that. You know, yeah. it, we are sometimes our own worst enemy. And so it, it's important. I think the work you're doing is, is very important. It's important to open up to other people. Uh, I think it's important to look at every avenue. And you're, if you're really trying to improve yourself uh, and trying to get uh, as much help as you can, I, I, I think there, there's no shame in asking for help. And for veterans, that's a tough thing to do. That's a very tough thing to do. So um, I'm glad that, you know, there's there's more help now for our veterans than, than there's ever been in the past, I believe. Um, but I'm glad that 
you know, people like yourself are, are continuing to do this because at the same time, our veterans will also go from one place to another until they find the right fit. You know, not every place is, is right for every veteran. The, not every veteran wants to go to the VA. Not every veteran wants to go to the hospital or not everyone wants to go to a civilian doctor. Everyone has different tastes. Some people do it uh, through, um, let's say, volunteering, right? That's kind of their form of therapy. So I'm glad that there's a ton of options out there. Yeah, there's a lot more. So you you mentioned hypnotherapy as well, and you said they don't necessarily have to go together, but sometimes you do do these, um, both of these type of therapies together. But separately, can you expand a little bit more on hypnotherapy? Yeah, I just I love hypnotherapy because um, it, it is just really relaxing. It, I, a lot of people fear it. In fact, with my with my husband, I brought it up years ago, and he was not going to have any part of it. He was brain. He didn't want to have mind control, all these things. This was before I studied it, so I didn't know enough about it to explain him that it is totally not that. So which, most people come to me and say... Which is funny. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off, but this, I, I just find it funny. Um, as a veteran myself, I was in the Army, but a Marine um, saying that they don't want to be hypnotized or brainwashed... Because technically, uh, and I'm joking here, but most Marines are brainwashed anyways as Marines. So it's just, let's just find a little bit of humor in that. <laughs> well, anyway, but so with the, I'm not going to even go on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You don't, you don't have to. I'll, I'll say it for everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So with the hypnotherapy, it's just a really gentle and powerful way to um, get to the subconscious mind. So in a hypnotherapy session, it's really more like a guided meditation. So I just I just kind of relax through words and, and um, imagery. And then we talk about the session ahead of time of things that you're wanting to work on um, in, in your life, things that you're wanting to overcome or, um, or motivate or whatever it is. And then I make those suggestions when you're in that relaxed state. And that's pretty much all there is to it. It takes, it takes a longer, longer to do than EFT, but it, um, it's the it, uh, it, when you come out of it, you're just generally. I've never had. I've never had one person not feel great after yeah. because they just had that time to just rest their mind. And, and so, um, when you say it takes longer, are you saying each session is longer, or just in 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 altogether it takes longer? Like, you know, more sessions and longer sessions. Um, it's not longer sessions. The session itself. So oh. we, can, we can we can take care of it too, and even if we wanted to feel the session and get some major results. With, with, with hypnotherapy, it's kind of it's spread out for like an hour or, yeah, maybe 45 minutes to an hour because it takes time to kind of put you in a relaxed state and then yeah. make sessions and then bring you back out of it. But I, I really like the combining the two to, to get a lot of benefit from that. So how does one get into hypnotherapy as far as, not as a patient, but as um, someone like you? Like, how did you get started on it and what did you have to go through? What kind of training? Um, I did, I did a hundred hour training and fell in love with it. So I decided to continue my training and do, um, the clinical program, which is a little bit more in depth and, um, it, it, it goes into a few, a few more aspects of it, like off by progression and things like that. But, but, um, yeah, it's, so it's pretty intense. It's, it's about three hundred. Yeah, it's pretty intense. It's about 300 hours or so of, of training. Yeah. You 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 don't you don't you don't just uh, take a course online and then you get a, a certificate in the mail is what I'm saying. It's, oh no, oh no! They have 
they have those things out there, but I don't, I don't know if I would. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's awesome, and and all of this stuff sounds very interesting. And obviously, um, you have a few ties to the military, uh, like you mentioned before. So obviously, I can see where the passion comes from and why you want to. Uh, do this but is there anything else that you want to share as far as your passion and, and why you you continue to, to kind of serve in your own fashion um well a couple things too because some of the thought practices that i would i i do work with the spouses of um of, of service members too because we go through a lot too and there's not always the services available right. at the va and things for us so that's another passion of mine um, and plus, I I know the experience firsthand, so it's it's um, you know some of the things that you feel when you're going through that process. But the other thing that I'm really passionate about right now is that we're putting together about eight other practitioners, and these are people that do various different things: massage therapy, um, other types of energy work, some life coaching, transformational life coaching, those kind of things. We're putting together a retreat um, for veterans. We're gonna the first one here we have coming up is going to be this fall, and it's it's primarily for veterans, first responders, law enforcement, and then we're, we're going to probably do some more that's going to include the stuff. So how, really how will people know um, how to get a hold of you or where these are? Are these are these open to the public, or do you already have certain people picked out for this? Oh, yeah, this is open to the public. So if you're interested in doing this, you can uh, contact me through my website, um, at getnoteleaf.com. Uh, Cool. And then I also have an email set up just specifically for the event, and it's um, restedheroes at yahoo.com. That's just specifically, but the, the website will, it also talks about all the other stuff. It'll send you to all that other stuff, too. Yeah, and we can get you on a mailing list and, and let you know the specific date and times of um, the retreats as they come up. That's perfect. And, um, you know, one last thing and, you know, anything else that you want to add out there, um, especially for the family members, because um, I'll say this, too. I think you're absolutely 100 percent correct. The families go through a lot more than than people know. Um, you know, when we're in the military, we, we often joke that, you know, when we're in Iraq, if you're deployed anywhere uh, or on mission or in training, we always say that, you know, even though everybody's, you know, thinking about us and saying, you know, thank you for your service and all that you do. Most of us in the military, we would rather be out there in that, uh, in the field uh, overseas uh, than, than home alone with a family or the kids paying the bills, dealing with day-to-day -day, uh, struggles, you know, having to take the kids to school, you know, keeping up with the grades and, and, and uh, taking care of the house. That to us is stressful. And our spouses, our spouses you know, they're the ones who really take care of the families. They're the ones who have to take care of all that stuff for them. They're worried about what's going on, um, you know, with my husband or my wife who's in the military. What's going on? I, I haven't heard from them in two or three days. Are they OK? Uh, they don't know everything that's going on. Meanwhile, we're over there. We understand what our job is and we signed up for that. So it, it's for me, I guess the point I'm trying to make is that it's a lot harder. And once we understand that, um, you know, you guys as the family members don't have the same type of assistance or the same type of help that the veterans do. And so I'm glad that you talk about the family members and I'm glad that you have options for the family members. So is there anything else you, that you want to add about that or talk about? Yeah. The, the other thing I would like to add too is that um, it, 
And you really, as uh, supporting uh, family members, spouses, mothers, children, all the people that are connected to the service on your um, number, we, we need to take care of ourselves, too, because that helps us be stronger and be supportive to service members, too, in the long run. And um, one other thing I wanted to add about my services, too, I do remote services. So I work in, in um, Tucson and Phoenix area, but I also do things through Skype and Zoom. So anywhere in the country, I can... I can work with you if you would like me to ask questions or target level in that way too. That's probably anywhere in the world. Actually, I haven't done that. Yeah. Anyone in another part of the world, but yeah. Nowadays, that's that's true, and uh, I'm glad that you brought up self care because self care is one of the most important things. I always compare it to when you're in an airplane and you know the 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 stewardess, um, you know, or steward. Uh, they always mention if the oxygen mask falls down, uh, please make sure to put it on yourself first because you will be of no help if you pass out, right? Uh, you can't help elderly folks or kids or anybody that might need assistance if you are passed out. So always take care of yourself first so that you can take care of everybody else around you. So, uh, exactly. I'm and glad so you many of us learn the hard way when we're, when we're reaching our breaking point and falling apart. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's so, true. We, we think about that ahead of time. you and I were, were just talking about that right before the the episode and you know oftentimes that's that's when we discover that uh hey yeah I uh I should probably take my own advice you know I'm yeah <laughs> I'm trying to help everybody else and I'm I'm getting upset that they're not doing the right things to take care of themselves and yet here I am doing the same thing so <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> well Shonda I really do appreciate your time uh, I appreciate Thank you coming you. on here and sharing your, your expertise and the, and the things that, that you're doing. Um, you know, I know you mentioned where people can find you and all the events, but, you know, um, I'll post everything uh, on the link when the show comes out and I'll put it on the All In 360 Facebook page. Uh, feel free to go on there yourself and post any information that you want. Um, but you guys know um, where to go find her. Once again, thank you, Shonda. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Oh, 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 oh,